Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 28th day of May. I'm your host, Paul White. It's Memorial Day weekend here in the United States, and as you've heard me say many times, I always kind of consider that the unofficial kickoff of summer. And so, uh, I, I don't know, I kind of personally book in summer between Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend, and um, it, it's kind of the way I've always thought of it. So here we are, heading into the summer. It's going to be a very busy summer for us here at, at the ministry. We've got several trips coming up. Next weekend, we're in Wallaceburg, Ontario, Canada. The next weekend, uh, we're in Wisconsin. Uh, we'll be back in Chapin and having our monthly meetings with our friends in Georgia at the end of June, and then we go to Pennsylvania, New York in July. Uh, it's just a, a busy, busy time, uh, but it's an exciting time watching what the Holy Spirit has in store and and knowing that He's doing some things to uh, prepare us for the future. I'm praying the same for you and for yours. It is a uh, it's a Saturday, which of course means we always tell you what's coming up on Sunday. We like to give you a little bit of a preview for the sermon that we will release, the full-length sermon that we will release, and we do that every Sunday. This Sunday, tomorrow, the sermon that you can find is titled Grace in the Wilderness. This is a message we preached last month at Chapin, um, and and a sermon that in some ways is a follow-up to a sermon we aired way back on the 7th of May, a few weeks ago, called Tend Your Garden. Um, it's not really a sequel, but it's a little bit of a follow-up to the idea of the garden motif. And we used the 31st chapter of Jeremiah, where God tells the, the exiles who survived the sword of the Babylonians that he's going to give them grace in the wilderness. And then throughout the 31st chapter of Jeremiah, we get sowing and rooting um, metaphors. So we walk you through this as sort of a, a microcosm of the story of redemption. And in it, we've got uh, Jesus, because we have Rachel weeping for her children. Uh, we have the overturn of an old folklore that the fathers eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. We have the introduction of the new covenant. And then ultimately, we have the redemption of a valley. And I, I'm not, I don't want to give this away, but the, the ending of this message, I think, will take you down some pretty exciting roads as to what happens because of the redemptive power of Jesus Christ and the power of grace, what happens in our wilderness. So wherever you get your podcast, you can find Grace in the Wilderness. If you like video, there's video of this one as well. It's found at our YouTube page, PWM, or of course, both audio and video, Available at our website, paulwhiteministries.com. That's the easiest place to, that's sort of the, the storefront to everything we have to offer. Well, I'm going to go back to our, we've been doing sort of a, a study on, it's really a study on hell. I mean, it's really, well, I say we're calling it a study on hell, but it's really a study on the words used, translated as hell, because as we've said before, there really is no word for hell. There's just a bunch of words that get translated as hell. And then the hell that you and I think of is most often greatly, greatly influenced by other literature, other sources. And I'm not trying to do some sort of exhaustive journey, but I I have been trying the last few days to really understand the Gehenna tradition. And so as promised yesterday, I want to talk to you for just a moment about the 
the Valley of Gehenna and whether or not it is um, what it has been said to be. And what it has been said to be is a, a valley that was a trash dump almost a burial ground outside of Jerusalem. And we're going to get into, uh, over the next few days, the Gehenna as a, a, a metaphor, um, the possibility, does Gehenna have an exit? Um, does Gehenna have a time limit? Could Gehenna be purgative? And we're going to use, we're going to, we're going to jump into the scriptures and we're going to jump into um, the, the Jewish rabbinic tradition to try to answer some of these questions. So I think it'd be a fun journey. Uh, well, fun might not be the right word, but informative journey over the next several days. But for today, in the last few minutes we have, I just want to deal with this idea about Hinnom as a dump because it was a really, it's a sort of a bit of folklore considering that it's rather thin as to whether the information, the, 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 Evidence, that's the word I've been looking for. The evidence as to whether or not it is a, a trash dump is a little bit thin and a little bit late on the timeline. Um, first of all, it, it doesn't show up on the timeline for quite some time. Um, and then it's there's no archaeological evidence. But we do have the rabbis of the era that speak of things that speak towards it. And for instance, they tell us that the streets of Jerusalem were swept every day in order to secure the purity, the Levitical purity of the city. And we do know that Hinnom was a dump for, for rubbish. Um, what all was put in there is questionable, but the fact that it was for rubbish would agree with the idea that they swept the streets full. And when you go to the upper end of Hinnom, it's called in Hebrew, the place of filth. You also have at the south end, and I've walked through this gate, you have a, a gate called the Dung Gate, and which goes immediately onto the edge of the Valley of Hinnom, right as it goes into the Kidron Valley. And even to this day, um, at the at the time of Jesus, this was written, to this day it is a place for rubbish and all kinds of refuse. So are there dead bodies in it? That's a little bit of folklore. We're not entirely sure, but we do know that it was a trash dump. And so we, out of that, a bunch of traditions develop. So tomorrow we look at Gehenna as a possible metaphor for hell. Again, for hell, uh, is there a time limit? Is it purgative? Um, could there be an exit? And this is going to be an interesting journey. So we'll pick it up tomorrow from this point. We'll see you then. God bless.